Yeah, so hold on. I had, okay, so folks, I manually installed this. It's called Mac Fans Control. I had to I had to install this because during my sophomore year of college, uh, I actually, like a whiteboard that was on my desk fell and hit my MacBook. I think right where it's like the sensor that controls the fan or something. So it like doesn't automatically kick on. So I had to download this app. Um, and when it gets going, it just gets really going. So I just over sounds like a jet engine did an override here. So hopefully that doesn't affect the audio quality, but at the same time, hopefully my MacBook doesn't start on fire. That would be bad. Yeah. And you wouldn't be able to hear this podcast, which is what Holden. That's my segue. To the, the <laughs> intro. Welcome to another episode of That One Movie Podcast, also known as Tomp, the weekly show where we discuss movies, games, and TV shows in addition to kind of whatever. Mainly, we just shout nonsense into our microphones. I'm your host, Holden Sutter, joined by my co-host, Jimmy Youthy. I'm the one who accidentally disconnected my microphone last week and forgot to check to make sure it was back on the right input, and that's why the last 20 minutes of my audio sounded like poo. (laughs) But it won't happen again, darling. I would I wouldn't know because I once again don't listen to this podcast. <laughs> you could have not said anything to me, Jimmy, and I would have not known. <laughs> well, I didn't know if you'd get a text or something. Oh, that's true. Didn't get uh, any we've got, hate mail. That's good. That's good. Uh, we've got a great episode for you this week featuring our reviews of the newest episode of The Mandalorian, Chapter 12, The Siege. I don't uh, know. I've, and I've then, never read a book that long, so... <laughs> uh, and then also the movie Space Jam. Yeah, classics. We'll do it, Holden. <laughs> that one movie podcast. <laughs> Tom. But first, Jimmy, we've got to do the Toms. Oh, why are you so insistent about this? I don't know. I It's... I feel like we do it every week, but I could be wrong. The Toms, the Toms, the Toms, the Toms. Toms is a rapid fire segment where we rate the news of the week in the world of entertainment on a scale of three famous Toms, Brokaw, Bombadil, and Bergeron. Brokaw is the highest, Bombadil's the lowest, and Bergeron is somewhere in between. Jimmy, let's get to it. The new MacBook's holding. I'm just kidding. No. You can, you can, you can, I'll <laughs> let you start with the movie news. Oh, my gosh. <sighs> All right. So we've got a couple of release dates, um, neither of which I'm particularly interested in, but I'll bring it up just because it kind of fits the the vibe of the podcast. Well, we did talk about... Uh, com- <laughs> you have a really. You just have a way of selling things to the audience, Holden. I don't really yeah, care right. about this, but, you know, it kind of goes with the vibe of the podcast, which is <laughs> movies. So, <laughs> Well, I mean, uh, so we had talked about this previously, uh, the sequel to Coming to America, the Eddie Murphy comedy classic from the 80s. Uh, the new one is called Coming to America with a two instead of the two. So <laughs> that's pretty <laughs> clever, don't you think, Jimmy? Yeah, but it's T-O-O just to... Yeah, coming everybody. to America. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but anyway, I uh, I think before I had said that it was supposed to be coming up by the end of the year, and Amazon had been thinking about buying it, uh, and they did. They bought it, but it's actually going to be releasing on March fifth, twenty twenty one. So 
that gives me a few extra months to actually watch that movie. Yeah. I don't know. I, I've heard it's good, right? People like that yeah. movie. It's a classic. Yeah. I don't know. I find old comedies to, you know, I find most comedies to not be that good, honestly, but there are a few <laughs> hidden gems. It depends for me. I like, I mean, I don't know if I've talked about it on this podcast before, but if you take, I, I like, I don't think Caddyshack is funny. Like, I don't. All. Okay. I do not think old SNL is that funny. Like people are like, SNL used to be so good and now it's trash. I'm like, no, I don't think it was very good in the eighties and stuff. Don't tell anybody. Call me a, yeah, call me a stupid, uh, zoomer or whatever, but I think it was it, at its best in the early two thousands. Wow. When I think it was at its best when Jimmy Fallon broke character and laughed all the time. That was my wow. That's said no that's one. classic. <laughs> <laughs> that's my Jimmy Fallon <laughs> impersonation. Yeah, I don't like a lot of the especially old Bill Murray comedies. I just don't think are that funny. Even though I think Bill Murray is very funny. It's just <laughs> we'll get to more on that later. Stay tuned. <laughs> um. Yeah, uh, but anyway, coming to America. Yeah, and then the other release date I had was for Zack Snyder's new movie. The new zombie movie is now coming out on Netflix. Uh, Oh, it's called Army of the Dead. I should say that. Army of the Dead is the title. It's coming out on Netflix in summer 2021. We don't have an exact release date, but we do now have a window of that movie. So we'll have a new Zack Snyder movie to talk about. Jimmy, you excited? Yeah, release the Snyder cut. They should. They yeah. should. The studio should interfere with this. We're, deliberately, we're getting and the then sn- people demand a Snyder cut. We're getting the Snyder cut and a new Zack Snyder movie in the same year. Pretty incredible. Twenty twenty one really is the year of Snyder. Do you, next time I go in for a haircut, I'll be like, "Hey, give me the Snyder cut." <laughs> <laughs> and then I saw you thinking in the of world, that one. <laughs> everybody in the world. Starts getting the Snyder cut haircut. Incredible. That, we, that <laughs> let's start the trend, Olden. He's got nope. decent hair. Hmm? Yeah, no. he's got. Yeah, I think he's got good short hair. I don't it's know. It's better than his beard, am I right? <laughs> Just <laughs> kidding. I don't know. Zack Snyder. Uh, he's living the dream. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, both I don't these... know. He seems kind of sad. <laughs> but hopefully he is. Happy. I mean, he's had a tra- he's had a tragic time, but yeah. and he's yeah. Whatever. He's getting his four-hour Justice League movie. Good for him. With four minutes of new footage for the whole thing. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'll give these Brokaws because I'm in a good mood today. Hold yeah, on. I'll give him Brokaws, too. I didn't put that on the list, but we should mention that right now about how apparently the new Justice League movie only has, like, four minutes of new footage, which doesn't make any sense. And some of that is Jared Leto, Joker, so put yeah, that into perspective. Like, <laughs> Well, not only th- it's that, and like we also, had, I think we talked about before how Deathstroke's going to be in it too, and they did film stuff for that. So, like, are the are those two only confined to these four minutes? I think they're and just be, lying. And, and they're like, just see, they're just e- email scenes again, where it's like Batman goes onto his computer. Oh, look at this Deathstroke guy. Ooh, I should pay attention to this Joker guy. <laughs> just opening some emails. I feel like that has that four minutes thing has to be a lie. Yeah, oh my I mean, God. or at least four minutes so far is what they have, or something. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, that gets a a bombadil. Shut up, DC. Just release the Snyder cut already. Well, <laughs> <laughs> they're not done with it, Olden. Yeah, I know. But if that's true, uh, yeah, that's a that's a bombadil. 
Uh, but the first big bit of news uh, that I had to talk about was actually something we talked about last week, but I was just proud that I that the rumor turned out to be true. Uh, Wonder Woman 1984, uh, the release date is now going to be, well, it's still going to be on Christmas. And last week I had said, oh, they're thinking about putting it on HBO Max in like mid-January. Well, no, Jimmy. It's actually going to be released simultaneously in theaters and HBO Max on the same day. What? It's better than the rumors. Yeah, we're getting a nice little Christmas present. Uh, It is only going to be on HBO Max for a month, and then apparently it's uh, going to be removed so then it can just have a run in theaters, even though no one is going to see it (laughs) in theaters. Seems kind of silly. Hold on, I I think we should say HBO because we are refined H- British slash Australian people slash New Zealand HBO people. HBO and HDMI ports. I didn't know that's how they pronounce their H's. Yeah. H and Z and <laughs> aluminum <laughs> and speciality. <laughs> what do you think about Wonder Woman 1984 doing this though, Jimmy? I'm excited. Although I may see it at a, uh, I might see a private screening of it because uh, I know my uh, I know both my school is interested in hosting a private movie thing for teachers and my girlfriend's mom is interested in doing like a private screening for like a family get together and she loves Wonder Woman like that's her favorite superhero so I'm sure like around that time she might be thinking that so I might still see it in theaters but if not it'll be on HBO Max for no Man, maybe I'll additional just- price. Maybe I'll just drive up to Sioux Falls and join you with your girlfriend's family. Yes. <laughs> and, then, and then we can cuddle. Yeah. We can exactly. make out in the mo- during the movie, Holden. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I'm very excited for this. I'll probably just watch it on HBO Max, honestly. I think the theaters, and I'm going to be back in Lincoln in a little bit. Um, so I'm betting, the th- and I think the theaters there are still closed, so... Alas, probably I don't know gonna the, have to see it on HBO Max. I don't know if the theaters in Sioux Falls are closed. I, I, I think they're open. They might be open, but whatever. Anyway, uh, I mean, Bro I guess Cop. if they're doing private screenings, there. I'll give it a broke yeah, out too. Open. Holden, you were all like, oh, "Wonder Woman '84, it looks fine." So I'm just, you know excited. what? I just want a new movie. I'm, I'm excited for new movies, man. And, you know, I've got a soft spot for the superhero stuff. So, you know, I just, I want a new one. Yeah, whatever. And we all know you're ex- a sexist in 1980s. Yeah, yeah that's why I'm hater. excited for Black Widow. <laughs> yeah. I do hate the 80s. Uh, controversial opinion. No, not really. Uh, anyway, we got some Disney Plus updates uh, that... A deadline has reported that apparently Disney is considering more of their films to Disney Plus due to the pandemic, which kind of makes sense because they already have a bunch of movies and like who knows how long this is going to last. But the movies they're considering putting on Disney Plus, I don't think any of these are completed. So we'll see. It'll probably be a while. But uh, Pinocchio, uh, which the one that has Tom Hanks's Geppetto or Gepp- is it Geppetto? I think that's his yeah, name. I think it's Geppetto. Yeah, uh, it, it's directed by Robert Zemeckis, so uh, flip a coin, I guess. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, then the other one is Peter Pan and Wendy, and then also Cruella, which is the one about the villain from 101 Dalmatians, starring Emma Stone as Cruella de Vil. Ooh, she'll be a good uh, Cruella de Vil. 
yeah, there, there's been some images released for that one already. I, I honestly, I would not be surprised if that one's completed already because I've heard that stuff for that movie for like years. You know, um, you know what would be good is if this movie was directed by Quentin Tarantino and Cruella Deville is just cr- very gruesomely murdering these puppies. Oh no! <laughs> With like an axe. Just I like, would I'm not want get that. The 101, 100 <laughs> Dalmatians. <laughs> Uh, Come on, you know you want that. No, I, I, I really don't. I do. Coming to <laughs> Disney Plus. I'll, uh, you know what? If they do this, good for them. Brokaw. Yes. More movies that I can just watch at home. Brokaw, hold them. E- even though I love going to the theaters, but you know, it's just not not the safest time right now to do that. What are you talking about? Nothing's going um, on. This was actually, I th- I was surprised by this this week. Uh, so Deadpool 3. We've talked about rumors about it for a while, but it is actually moving forward at Disney+. Plus. It is actually going to be rated R. Um, it is not officially greenlit, but Kevin Feige is attached and pushing it forward through uh, Disney. So I think it's more of kind of in the proposal writing, getting it through uh, corporate, making sure they approve it right now. Uh, but the writing team attached to Deadpool 3 is they have a whole new writing team now and it's going to be primarily led by the I think it's pronounced Molly New M O L Y N E U X I don't know Molly New the Molly New sisters uh but they are very prolific writers on Bob's Burgers which is what a lot of people might know their work from Yeah so Deadpool 3 Jimmy yeah, so are they going to tie Deadpool into the MCU or are they going to leave him as his own thing? Or will he just pop in like, hey, what's up? I'm going to go back to my own universe now because I'm rated R and Disney doesn't want rated R things in their movies. Ha ha. Tongue in I'm cheek, guessing he's winky just, face. <laughs> I'm guessing he's just going to do, yeah, kind of pop in and he won't be like, like, well, like none of the other MCU movies I'm sure will have anything to do with this or like they will have no mention of Deadpool in them. But these will, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if actors from the MCU show up in this and he, I don't know, they die or something. <laughs> it's probably going to be like in in a limbo in between canon and non-canon. That'd yeah. That'd be my guess. Very fourth wall breaking stuff. I feel like that would be the way to do it rather than fully incorporate him. Just do a yeah. bunch of semi-canon stuff or like just use, the, like you said, use the same actors and stuff in the same roles, but it's not canon or something. Yeah. I mean, it's bas- that's basically what they did with the original Deadpool movies. Like they were in the X-Men universe, but they didn't really connect. Yeah. So. What are, Brokaw. Yes. Yeah. Brokaw. Deadpool 3. Yeah. Uh, next up. Black Panther 2, uh, some news on this. Uh, it's going to be starting uh, filming in July. Uh, the original cast uh, will be coming back. Uh, it is strongly hinted that it, but not officially confirmed, but I think we had talked about this maybe when Chad Mc, Chadwick Boseman had originally passed. It's strongly hinted that Shuri, which is uh, uh, Black Panther's sister in the movie, that she will be playing a larger role in this film. Uh, and production maybe around like six months, so it might be done by the end of next year. Um, yeah, but we—that's uh, really what we know. They—they are still moving forward with this, um, I guess. That yeah. is <laughs> surprising. I guess. I mean, I thought it would just take a little bit longer to figure out how to change directions mm-hmm. um, with the with the tragic passing of of Chadwick Boseman. So, I mean, well, uh, yeah, 
we'll see how it goes. I don't, maybe, you know, maybe they're kind of getting ready for kind of her to, t- I, I think they were getting ready for her to take a bigger role anyway. So mm-hmm. we'll see. It'll be a very difficult movie to watch though. Yeah. It's going to be, uh, well, I, and it'll be hard for them to figure out a way to honor Chadwick Boseman and to kind of wrap up that storyline and do it justice and that what whatever they do it'll be very emotional to watch oh for sure yeah well and i i think it'll be i think probably what happened was i mean like because chadwick boseman's death came as like a huge surprise to all of us but if he's been sick that long i'm sure disney knew like they they i mean they haven't moved back their like black panther at all yet as far as we know um, so I wouldn't be surprised if they already had like some sort of contingency plan in case this happened. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I do, it's hard to know how much they knew, but uh, mm-hmm. I am. Ex- I mean, I'm excited for this movie. So um, yeah. um, it would be nice to just see things go back to normal as soon as they can and start seeing Marvel stuff again. You know? What I'm yeah. Saying? Yeah. I want it. Last one we got one was far from. No. Yeah. Far, far from, from home. home? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That was like a year and a half ago almost. A year and a in half July. ago. Yeah, it seems a... like eons ago. <laughs> yeah. That's hard to believe. That was the last MCU movie. But uh, we got uh, WandaVision coming up in January. So And Black Widow maybe eventually. <laughs> <laughs> and Black Widow eventually. So, uh, yeah. yeah. I'll give uh, it a Brokaw. Brokaw for me too. Yeah. Uh, this is a little bit more sad. Uh, so last week we had talked about Mads Mikkelsen and Fantastic Beasts 3 and the exciting prospect of that, but he claims he hasn't been reached out about it at all. Uh, and, and this was in an interview. I don't know who the interview was with, but, uh, he did say, this was in response to a question. He says, Oh, so that is on the rumor basis as we speak. I know as much as you do from the newspapers, I'm still waiting for that phone call. Well, I mean, that's so. okay. But I would just imagine, him, oh, no, I don't want to be in those terrible movies. <laughs> you mean the series Are you that's kidding going me? nowhere? <laughs> no, I'm Mads freaking Mickelson. I'm not doing that garbage. I, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I... I would love him to take over because that would give me a reason to want to go see the new one. That would, I, that is the difference for me. (laughs) He's not in it. Ooh, it's going to be hard for me to convince myself to go to that. (laughs) I agree. Yeah. Yeah. So that one gets a, a, a bombadil because we don't know yet. I'll give it a Bergeron because he didn't say, oh, I'm definitely not doing that. So there's yeah. still, hope. and as you said, he did. He didn't like just burn a bridge by calling it like a dumb movie, <laughs> <laughs> which I would have been very tempted to do. Yeah, <laughs> just kidding. I would. I would hope that I would be more professional than that. Uh, so next up, uh, there is going to be a new Predator movie, even though apparently the newest one was bad. But uh, apparently, pre- the new pr- Predator Five—that's not what it's called—but uh, it's going to be a reboot. It's going to be directed by Dan Trachtenberg, who oh. is the guy who did ten. Yeah, yeah he did Dan ten Tra- Cloverfield Lane and uh, the playtest episode of uh, Black Mirror, the one yeah. where the uh, the video game that's scary. Yeah, and he almost directed Uncharted, but he didn't, <laughs> which was too bad. Yeah, uh, but and, anyway, and he's also apparent- a lot of people in that group. 
Holden and I were in that group. <laughs> they <Yeah>. called us. <laughs> they did. Uh, apparently, though, uh, he's been working on this movie for over four years, which would indicate he's been working on this like Predator reboot since before the newest Predator movie came out. So he's been working on it a while. And yeah, I don't know. What do you hot, think, Jimmy? Hot take, hot take. This movie is going to be good. I'll give it a broke out. Dan Trachtenberg is a very promising young director. Um, I want to see him do more things. Yeah, I'll give it a brocot too. I like the original Predator movie. Haven't seen any of the others. And 10 Cloverfield Lane is quite good, except for the very studio-forced ending. That was very bad. Yep. We're sorry, Dan Trachtenberg. Yes, it wasn't your first uh, Trachtenberg. <laughs> uh, next up, there is a Tetris movie coming out. Well, are all the all the pieces seem to be falling in the right place for this to happen? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but this is actually, I saw the headline and I was like, oh, great, a Tetris movie. But it's actually not about, it's not like an adaptation of the video game. This is actually going to be following the intense legal problems behind the game. And a kind of a story about that. Uh, Taryn Egerton is going to be starring as Hank, as Hank Rogers, who is kind of the man who brought uh, Tetris to an international audience. Um, is he the uh, and, Kingsman guy? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And and Elton John and Rocket and Man. And Elton John guy. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, I so I actually know quite a lot about Tetris's history because I've like I was actually like really interested in it for a while. It was like a weird rabbit hole I went in on the internet. It's it is astounding because I mean like obviously it was kind of made in like Soviet era Russia and it was made in Russia and like copyright didn't really exist. It wasn't really a thing. Like it it was very wishy washy in, in uh, uh, Soviet Russia. Um, and so it's the whole legal problems behind it has been like a lot of hurdles. They've been jumping. They, the original creator has gotten a hold of it since spoiler alert, I guess for this movie, <laughs> he ends up winning in the end, but, uh, it is quite a journey. So I'm kind of, I am interested for this. Uh, sure. I knew nothing about, uh, the history of Tetris, so. There we go. I'll give it a Brokaw since you said it is interesting. Yeah, Brokaw. Sweet. And this one is the best news of the week, Jimmy. So we got an announcement of what Spike Lee's next film will be. Oh, boy. I don't know this. So this is a surprise. So you you would not guess what it is in a million years. But it's going to be one. Fantastic Beast 3. (laughs) It's going to be a musical. Wow. And it's. It's going to be a musical about the creators of Viagra. <laughs> <laughs> Is it going to last for more than four hours? <laughs> oh. <laughs> but uh, apparently it's all based off of this. I, I didn't I haven't read the article that's based on yet, but it's based off of a Vanity Fair article by David Kushner titled <laughs> get this. The title is All Rise. All rise. The untold story of the guys who launched Viagra. That's you know, the title. Hold on. I have a hard time believing this. Okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So wait, wait, I, mean, wait, I think wait, this is it coming out before 2024. I, I just wanted to come out before the next direction. <laughs> <laughs> stop. Stop while you're ahead, Jimmy. <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll, I'll be a little bit more stiff for the rest of this conversation. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I am I I think this sounds very funny. What's he though. gonna do next? <laughs> Shaft. <laughs> I 
All right. What? I'm done. A shaft? <laughs> yeah. Nothing. Like the movie Shaft? Yeah. What's he going to do next? Shaft? Because like oh my a, gosh. You could call it a shaft. I don't know. Um, I'm done. <laughs> Until I think of another one. Anyway, I mean, I think this sounds really entertaining. I'm actually very excited for this. I I mean, I don't know. This, so, this sounds like a Matt, Matt Stone, Trey Parker thing to do. It uh, does kind of sound like that. And I... I mean, Spike Lee, in his announcement, he had, like, mentioned he's never directed a musical before, so that'll be interesting. Out of all of his years of directing, he's never done that, so I don't know. I'm excited for it. Me too. I'll give it a Brokaw. Yeah, I'll give it a Thomas Two Thumbs Up Brokaw. I'll give it a Thomas Three Appendages Up Brokaw. (laughs) Oh, no. Stop. (laughs) Jimmy Jimmy all the time is like, yo, let's keep this podcast PG. I'm going to bleep out whenever you say... <laughs> Whatever you say, the F word. <laughs> I have maybe not, not PG. PG I, I think you just need to take your mind out of the gutter, Holden. Yeah. Okay. Come on. <laughs> anyway, uh, that's it for me. For so you can talk about your stupid MacBook. All right. So Holden. Jimmy. So I'm going to preface this. Jimmy wants to talk about the new MacBook, and we all know how Jimmy likes to rant about things that he's like very or passionate rave. about about like tech rave. or rave yeah rave about like tech specs on various like machines he he did that about like the xbox and no one cares so i'm gonna limit him to two minutes so i told uh, him i'd Jim- do it in two minutes all right so once jimmy stop or once jimmy starts talking i'll start the two minute timer <laughs> all right holden so for the past like five or so years we've known that apple has wanted to transfer from intel chips the cpus the computer bait whatever they're called in the computers they want to change and start making their own stuff apple does this a lot of time like with their iphone it has their own chip they make the software super optimized so it runs really fast okay with really high efficiency so these new macbooks that they made have the have the this is the first generation with their own chips okay this is they called the m1 chip the macbook air the 13 inch macbook pro and the mac mini this is the very first iteration of it and like the CPU and everything and the RAM is all integrated into this one chip and they are amazingly fast, like insanely, like impossibly fast for what they are. And they just absolutely sip battery life like they doubled the battery life and just tenfold the power. So basically the brand new $999 MacBook Air, the very baseline one, which doesn't even have a fan in it, is more power has a more powerful cpu than like 95 percent of macbook pros and in imacs and mac pros ever made <laughs> this <laughs> machine that doesn't even have a fan and this is the very first time they've done it so like it's very exciting and they haven't even like this they haven't even done it with the really professional models yet so people are really really excited to see where that goes so basically what i'm saying is when they release a new 16 inch macbook pro i'm going to save up and get one so because mine is because mine has one of the terrible keyboards and i'm getting really sick of it and also they doubled the battery <laughs> life so not only is it a bajillion times more powerful they doubled the battery life and like everybody who gives a crap about like computers and technology is like this is insane like how did they do this this is completely <laughs> revolutionary and just unbelievable so yes wow you came in right at two minutes jimmy there we go (laughs) pretty incredible i do want to i do want to ask though like are the new keyboards better 
Like, yes. why'd you say terror? Because I have the same computer you do, or like this very similar model. Yeah. So, so the just the keys are so shallow, and they and things like the keys will like quit working on a lot of models. Mine has been pretty good. So I've had some problems with the B key, like within the last couple of months. But most people, like some keys, just won't work for them, and they yeah. just get stuck and stuff. And I just like going. I have a Mac, an old like the model of the macbook air they had forever not the newest one but the one they had forever with like the old chiclet keys that's just so much better to type on and like the newer keyboards are like the perfect in between oh okay um and they they don't have all the problems of the old ones so oh, okay yeah. yep i have i have some problems with my keyboard so that's that makes sense yeah. uh but it's it's incredible it, it is you should like just watch one video on it and be like what the heck because people wow. all these nerds on the internet are like how did C- they how did they do this cpu what's that mean more like <laughs> cup <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, all right holden is that all right the end on of that note yeah on that note that's the end of tom's so now we'll go on to our review of the mandalorian chapter 12 Mandalorian, Jimmy. Holden, this will be spoilers. Season 2, Episode 4, otherwise known as Chapter 12, otherwise known as the first episode this season when something happens. But still, not a ton. (laughs) (laughs) Did you like this episode, Jimmy? I did like this episode. I don't think it was perfect, (laughs) but it was enjoyable. I like how, you know, there are characters from previous episodes in this one. Um, We actually had some plot development. Uh, some good action sequences. Uh, some good Baby Yoda moments. Baby Yoda goes oh. to school. Oh my! I, I don't okay, know if so I mentioned this was. This is spoilers, just in case. Yeah, I this is spoilers. Yeah, no, I the Baby Yoda moments in this episode were a highlight. Like there, there are three specifically that I can think of where I just was <laughs> absolutely in love with him. The first being. Uh, at the beginning of the episode where he's like in the little crawl space <laughs> and like Mandalorian's trying to trying to get him to like put the wires in the right spot <laughs> that was just so cute but at the same time I'm thinking like well how would he fix this if he was the Yoda I know that's there. why I was like this seems like a very flawed system of repairing a ship <laughs> unless they, I guess they it was like an imperial ship so maybe they just had like a mouse droid going there oh that like could that. be yeah yeah, but no, I liked that. Uh, I liked him in school and eating the little macaroon things. <laughs> the little cookies. Yeah, that was really cute. And then at the end where they're flying around and he like he screams. He does a little cheer. <laughs> that was and really he cute. Just, he was really excited. And he's, got, and he's eating his cookies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then he just blah, peeks on himself a little bit. Yeah, I so like I, how, I, this is, I like how small he is when they put him in school. They just plop him down the seat. He's just yeah, so he's tiny. so tiny. <laughs> All the kids look way older than he is, even though he is older than them. It's but just so funny. Him, yeah, yeah him no, changing I, the, out the wires, all that stuff. It was just adorable. Has, I mean, they it just you can't you can't not have a scene where he just dominates and is adorable. Like they could do, have him do anything, and yeah. it's just adorable. He's just the cutest thing in the world. I uh, he this is probably one of the best Baby Yoda episodes, just yeah. for pure pure cuteness. 
I told I told Emily that I wasn't going to make her watch the whole show, but when the super cut of all the cute baby Mo- Yoda moments ha- uh, comes out at the end of the season, she'll have to watch all that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, like, the question is, like, will it ever become old? Because it's far from being old for me still. Yeah. Well, I think, I mean, there's, you got people on the internet who are tired of it, but I think that's mostly the people who just don't like it because it's popular. <laughs> yeah. Um, But... Yeah, I don't know. I, From what I've seen, most people still quite enjoy him. I think he's still a good addition. He's he's the he's the consistently good comic relief of the of the series. <laughs> yes, the other comic relief, not so much. In my yeah, opinion. although it was fine this episode with the blue gills guy. He was fine. Yeah, I I thought his moments. I didn't. He was from the first episode, right? Yeah, the very first. The one. very I didn't beginning. Think he was, yeah, I didn't think he was that funny then. I thought he I remember thinking, wow, this is he's kind of annoying. <laughs> but uh yeah, I thought he was pretty good in this episode. Yeah, his I mean his bits were pretty predictable and all that, but like yeah, I was like, ah, oh, this is serviceable. Yeah. Whatever. They they're just so mean to him though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which I kind of liked. I thought that was funny. <laughs> they're like, "You do this." It's like, "Well, why don't you guys do it?" Instead of saying, "You do this" and just complain about how he's doing it the whole time. <laughs> like any um, one of any one of you guys could have just hit that button on that ledge why does he have to be the guy who does it and then yeah. you guys just yell at him like come on hurry up <laughs> like, <laughs> i uh yeah i i liked the returning characters carl weathers character i i enjoy him and director Still. of the episode which yeah was that was surprising um and what's her name? The other one. What's the other? Cara Dune. Cara Dune. Yeah, she was good too. Um, yep. Fun returning cast. Um, I hope this is not the only episode they're in, though. They kind of made it seem like that is a possibility. Although I feel like they're still going to get roped back into things. Hopefully, I feel like that too. Well, especially like with. Uh, Kara's bit at the end where th- she was talking to the the f- pilot that has to come into play later so isn't she a former rebel though y- yeah she think, is I don't remember I'm pretty sure she yeah. is I thought so but I don't know whatever I think she was I thought she was a former rebel and then she's like whatever I'm done yeah it it's Alderaan strange to me blew up. so like we everything. I mean we we talked about in the previous reviews just how uh i mean this episode is just or this season is a bunch of side quests and stuff and like this one technically is but it's like it actually a good one it affects the main story still like there yeah, were yeah. the side quest had the revelation that impacts the main story whereas the other side quests were just side quests in order to get um, get a it was a means to an end yeah. Whereas this was like I, oh, a side quest for a means to an end, but also something happens here that's like, ooh, this is a revelation, or this changes the story from here on out. Not and this just, episode, oh, I need my <laughs> ship fixed, so I'm going to do this part, or I need to find out this information for this from this person, and they need me to run an errand for them, and I'm the Witcher, except it's Star Wars. 
Well, in in this episode, when he la- when he's like going to get repairs, and then he lands on the planet, and then I think it was Carl Weathers says something like, "I need you to do something for me, or I need your help with something." I was like, "Oh no, Jimmy's not gonna like this." <laughs> <laughs> it but is. It, it is very good. video gamey. I'm like, if you're gonna do this one, you just make it a video game. <laughs> I did think that at one point, but um, it passed the treadmill test, Holden. <laughs> So nice. That, that's, that's good. good. <laughs> it's treadmill certified. I, roll, I ran a whole 5K continuously while doing this. So <laughs> it was entertaining. It engaged me and took my mind off running. So that passed the test. The uh, the actual bit where they're at the Imperial base is pretty cool. I liked it. I got, It's got some good action in there. I mean, nothing super spectacular, but pretty entertaining. Obviously, new plot developments occur there. Um new big plot developments um we can talk about that yeah we can yeah so they're using baby yoda's blood excuse me the child's blood <laughs> for something do you what do you think they're doing are they making palpatine are they making palpatine guys probably they not. make it probably not. they're probably just making force users making, soldiers i don't i'm not quite sure where those weren't supposed to be connected to the I did, it wasn't clear to me. Are the, they weren't connected to the special trooper guys that Moff Gideon had at the end, were they? Or was that supposed I don't to be a connection so. I was supposed to make? I'll talk about those troopers because I know what those are. Are those the death troopers from Rogue One? or No. Something That's something else. I don't... It was kind of, it was a little hard for me to tell on my smaller screen. But, sure. Um, yeah. No. Uh, the, I... I'm. I mean, I'm. I don't know exactly what the ultimate plan with it is, but I'm guess. I mean, I'm guessing this is going to be a way for them to, to give Moff Gideon force powers. Yeah, at some point. I'm. I'm He's excited end- for Moff Gideon to have a larger role. He's been a very background character. Like, I would love to have a Moff Gideon episode. Honestly. Yeah, I would too. Because Giancarlo Esposito just dominates when he's there. He needs. He needs a couple good uh, 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 Gus moments, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Gus Fring. Let's just, yeah, he just needs to kill someone in cold blood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, uh, no, I'm, I thought that was pretty cool. I like their, their little reference to the M count of the blood. Oh yeah. The M count like, Yeah. Yeah. Because no one likes, no one actually likes the midichlorians bit, but it's part of the lore, so they have to adhere to it. Yeah. Um, his M count is off the charts. I'm just kidding, whatever <laughs> they said, they didn't yeah. say that, but uh, it was something like that. His M count is over nine thousand. Yeah, that's what it was. Good meme. He turned turned <laughs> to the camera. <laughs> Birthed by the force. Baby yeah. Yoda doesn't have any family or any species because he was birthed by the Force, obviously, yeah. folks. Because <laughs> he's Jesus. Um, he is Jesus. It's a metaphor, people. Read a book. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> I hope. I hope that's the direction this goes. I'm just kidding. Me I hope too. It's not. <laughs> um. Yeah. What else? What did you think those um, troopers at the end were? Oh, I'm pretty sure. Sh- okay, they look a lot like dark troopers. Um, 
which I, I, if any of you out there, I know my dad at least has played. It's from the Dark Forces video game. Um, there, it's this it corner. Yeah, it's this corner of the uh, Legends universe, I guess now, um, where. It, the dark troopers they're essentially droids is what they are which would make it would kind of go along with the way they are positioned they kind of looked like it um in just design too from what we could see but they're basically just these like very heavy droids that um it, they were being used by the empire and the dark forces video games um and that's a very beloved section of legends uh of like old star wars lore is that because that also has the um bounty hunter turned jedi kyle katarn in it who's a really well-liked character a lot of people are thinking that michael bean who has been cast in this season it might play kyle katarn because he has the same he he would be perfect for the role michael bean for anyone who doesn't know was the uh was kyle reese in the original terminator and was also in aliens he was like an an action star in the 80s a lesser known one um, but I, I, if they start implementing like dark forces, old video game lore into, into Mandalorian, I think that would be awesome. It looks like that's exactly what it is based on what I was looking up. So yeah. Good to catch Holden. Yeah. I was pretty proud of myself. I saw that and I was like, Ooh, those look like the scary robot guys. <laughs> <laughs> you, you nailed it. It's just a bunch of C3POs. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I'm trying to think other I, I really like the speeder chase and the TIE fighter chase I thought some of the like just running through the hallways shooting at stormtroopers stuff kind of got repetitive I'm like I hope yeah. there's more action than this because there was like a point where there is like a montage of three or four of those in a row and they just run down a hallway turn a corner shoot yeah. stormtroopers and then it's the and same then it's a wipe thing cut. they keep doing wipe cuts <laughs> I'm like this is very repetitive action but then it changed up a bit no, I, I loved the speeders and I liked how like two of them died right away. <laughs> I know. It was like they didn't they didn't have any drills or anything where they practiced going down this mountain. That seems kind of, like these guys aren't trained very well. This is yeah, a no, research I'll... facility, obviously. <laughs> yeah, no, that whole that whole chase though was pretty cool. Um I've I've seen a lot of people talk about how they, they like how um like Mando went and picked up his kid from school. <laughs> <laughs> Where was that scene? Yeah. Yeah, I would have liked to see that. Yeah, they they took that out to for all the suspense when you're like, hmm, I wonder they're in danger here. And the main character of the show has been gone for fifteen minutes. I wonder who's gonna come save the day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah. Another kind of millennium falcon sort of gunner position moment but you know not in the millennium falcon but just the same sort of concept classic yeah. star wars <laughs> but uh overall yeah I, I liked it a lot had had a little bit of indiana jones tank vibes at parts oh yeah i could the last see that crusade um but yeah no i think good good action stuff looked great looked quite yeah. good i thought this was probably cool. the best looking episode from a visual effects standpoint Although last week's was great as well. I thought the first yeah. episode was probably the worst looking one until the end, which looked good. But Yeah, yeah. I could see that. 
Um, um, yeah, I'm trying to think of just other things. Baby Yoda. Oops, I just smacked my phone on the table. <laughs> Baby Yoda eating cookies was probably the highlight for me still. Oh, and uh, I did want I did want to mention apparently, or maybe I don't remember if you talked about this, and that's where I heard it. But next week's episode is going to be directed by Dave Filoni. Oh, I did not know that. That's exciting. Yeah, that so means it's of, probably important. Yeah, a lot of people <laughs> think it's going to be the Ahsoka episode. Oh yeah, they're building towards that, so which would make sense. Yeah. So that'll be exciting. Maybe we'll get Ahsoka next week. Maybe I'll yeah. uh maybe I should watch all of Star Wars the Clone Wars and Rebels before then. Yeah. Hurry up. <laughs> get on it. Yeah. Now I that will. you're not in, I will. in person I've, glasses. I I've got it on my phone right now. <laughs> He's watching it. Yeah, I'm watching it attention. while talking to you. Yeah. Sweet. All right. I think that's it for this episode. I'll, yeah, we we got to rate it. I was going to say, should we give our ratings? Yeah. I'll give it, uh, I'll say eight and a half. Because I don't think it was quite a nine for me. But uh, I think it was better than an eight. So that makes sense. It's probably <laughs> a nine for me. I think I liked it as much as last week's episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah two and a half points better than last week's episode for me. Noticeably. <laughs> Come on, Alden. This week, this episode was way better. Come on. I don't know. I think both are pretty good. Sit your feelings. You know it to be true. <laughs> Wait, no, that was the Darth Vader line. Search your feelings. You know it to be true. You could have said it was a, uh, it was a, a Palpatine line, and I would have believed you. Yeah. All right, Holden. Shall we review Space Jam? Yes. Let's do it. Sweet. Space Jam. Yeah, this will be our non-spoiler review. If you haven't seen this movie, that is 24 years old, Holden. Incredible. Increíble, as they say south of the border. Um, uh, so Yeah, this movie... <laughs> Jimmy, oh, sorry. I... Should, <laughs> okay. Well, sorry. Go for let it, me say my. Th- let me say my thing. Jimmy, I felt bad uh, because you... So when I texted you um, and you said... I was like, which movie should we watch? Because if you if you guys remembered from last week, we had talked about either doing this or Gods of Egypt. Um, both considered equally both. As <laughs> classics. Yeah. And culturally um, relevant to this day. I uh I asked you, and then you you messaged back like I'm watching space I'm just gonna watch space or I'm just watching Space Jam. And I couldn't tell if you meant like you were watching it currently or if you were about to, because I had just seen that uh like i think maybe a little bit after you messaged me back i saw that space jam is going to be on peacock in december (laughs) oh yeah no i i literally paid to watch this and then i saw that it was going to be on peacock and i was like what the heck yeah (laughs) oh well and you could not rent a standard definition version of it even though there's no way you could have told it tell been able to tell a difference because the hd one did not look good yeah <laughs> or look any better than standard definition but uh yeah anyway this movie it's michael jordan he is playing famous baseball basketball on. player famous basketball player but he retired and he's playing baseball but he's not very good at baseball and everybody's like why are you playing baseball and the looney tunes there's a guy in outer space from moron mountain yes which is a 
planet slash theme park. And he needs the Looney Tunes for something. I don't even remember. He needs he needs new attractions because the people are getting bored at his theme park. It's Danny DeVito. Yeah, it is. <laughs> um, and so they come to kidnap the Looney Tunes. But the, the Looney Tunes say, make up this rule that you need to like defeat them in a challenge in order to enslave them. <laughs> yeah okay and the other aliens are like oh sure that sounds legit it's in the rule book <laughs> that they just made up it's so yes book. and they're like oh well these little aliens are so small let's challenge them to a game of basketball and uh, michael jordan gets involved and they play to stop uh the looney tunes from being enslaved really didn't realize how complex of a plot it was until you just took like two minutes to get through a plot summary <laughs> yeah it's a uh, it's pretty dumb <laughs> it's a pretty well, bad okay. plot it really <laughs> i forgot how low stakes this movie was i was like i was always under the pressure that they were like playing to save the world i was like oh no it's just the looney tunes yeah screw them. it is <laughs> <laughs> who cares no one even knows the looney tunes are there yeah, they so all, like, they didn't realize it was an like this universe that existed within the same <laughs> universe as them. So, yeah, I, so at first I just want to start by saying like, who? How did this movie come about? <laughs> it's well, such I, like, so I was researching it. Yeah, and they they had the Warner Bros. Animation had made these two commercials with. I think it was for Air Jordans or Nike. It was for Nike, Nike Air Jordan, same thing. Um, uh, with Bugs Bunny in them. And they were like really hesitant to do it because they're like, well, we want to keep Bugs Bunny as like this classic character. We don't know if he really is that relevant and we don't really want to tarnish this legacy and this this history we have. Sure. But they did it and they, the, the ads were like super popular or super well received. So then they're like, oh, well, let's take advantage of this. Let's do this movie. Michael Jordan, of course, was just like the at the pinnacle of cultural popularity in the United States. Just this huge yeah. icon. And especially he's just coming back to basketball out of retirement. He's about he's going to go win three more championships in a row. Um, so all these things coming together at once, just having this cultural icon and mixed with this very classic uh, cartoon cartoons from what the 60s 70s yeah somewhere around then or earlier no or maybe earlier? 50s i don't i feel like 40s? it's 50s 40s 50s i Early. don't know like they a long time because don't they have like world war ii stuff so i want to say like 40s um yeah. so uh yeah and that's kind of how this came about i mean it was a very big box office success um yeah so the movie is it's it's pretty dumb <laughs> like it is really dumb um i don't really have any nostalgia towards it i don't think i had seen it in full until a few it was probably high school like towards the end of high school that i saw it i saw it with my friends um but i mean it's a really weird concept and i like i mean until you explained it, it i like i was i couldn't even imagine how anyone would come up with a uh with basketball with looney tunes and michael jordan and aliens come down and it's it's just so bizarre to me 
I, I mean, I kind of like it just from like, because it's dumb, but I, it's not very good. <laughs> yeah, it's just very convoluted, and it's very much a product of the 1990s. Yeah. Uh, the animation looks weird. They're like all the characters are like dark or something. I don't know. Yeah, it's they're, it's their shadows one... are rendered weirdly. I mean, I don't see. I don't know why they did it this way, but from what I understand, I think they're basically modeled or rendered as like three D characters. So they give them like weird shading and stuff that makes them look all darker. But they're just doing that so then it's easier to move within a three D space. But I don't understand that because you have movies like Who Framed Roger Rabbit, which really didn't do that and it looks better and that came like 10 years before space jam so why didn't they just do that (laughs) so the fun so the funny this might be the reason why so the funny thing while i was reading up on the hit making of this movie uh the director i cannot remember his name uh asked robert zemeckis for tips on how to how to make a movie like this and robert zemeckis said don't that movie nearly (laughs) killed me (laughs) (laughs) so that's probably why they tried to take a shortcut also they tried they made this movie in like nine months or something which an animated movie with this many vfx shots that was this complicated in terms of the animation that is amazingly fast that is fast wow nine months yeah so very good on them yeah (laughs) i mean it does not look that great i mean it doesn't look terrible but it's like this this could have been better. I, I think they tried too hard to make it look real instead of just being like, they're cartoons. Yeah. Well, and it's like, it, it's strange to, like, in certain shots, you just have, like, Michael Jordan or Wayne Knight, like, walking out. And they're just obviously on a green screen. Oh, yeah. It's a lot so, of this movie was just shot on a giant green screen with yeah. nothing else. <laughs> Which makes sense. It looks like that half the time. Um... Yeah, I mean, okay, so <laughs> Michael Jordan in this movie, he's, I mean, he's not very good. Uh, he's kind of endearing just because he's like, I mean, it's, you know, Michael Jordan, everyone loves him, and he's he's caught up in this weird scenario that which he doesn't understand, and neither does the audience, and he's, like, self-aware about his baseball career, <laughs> too, <laughs> which I, I like, think is pretty funny. Liz, like, you're just, like... <laughs> really crapping on his baseball career like he okayed this i feel like he got was a he had to have been offended by that i don't know i mean i like who wait who is the goal as a writer to just attack michael jordan too? <laughs> i'm like i feel I, terrible for whoever was like here's the script for this movie <laughs> I okay i mean i i don't know anything about michael jordan but i mean based on I, I don't know. To me, he just seems like the kind of guy who would be like, yeah, whatever. It's it's funny. <laughs> um, I don't think so. Really? He's a very intense guy. Yeah. I don't he, know. And, and incredibly competitive. Oh, I don't know. Um, I mean, it is it is a movie versus a game, though, so he might be different. Yeah. Uh, I'm just surprised that they were self, that self-deprecating because he does not seem like the self-deprecating sort of guy to me. Um, I wonder if he's definitely not comments about it. I wonder what Michael Jordan yeah, thinks of Space Jam. Does he like it? <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, that's a good question. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't see that part of it. Um, what was I going to say? 
I'm, I forgot what I was going to say. Where uh, we talked about animation, the music sounds ripped off from something to me. But I okay. Do you want me to tell you what it is? Because <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking. I was about. like, is it Milan? No. So there What's is it from. Okay, so the one theme that plays a lot during basketball scenes. It, okay, so James Newton Howard, acclaimed film composer, did this score. But that theme is literally ripped off in How to Train Your Dragon. That's what it was. Yeah. Oh, that theme is ripped off in How to Train Your Dragon. Okay. Yeah. This came first. Yeah. And Sp- How to Train Your Dragon just takes it like note from note. And I like when I first watched Space Jam, I'm like, this is literally just the How to Train Your Dragon soundtrack. <laughs> I was like, why does this sound so familiar? So, uh, yeah. <laughs> what's John Powell? Is that whatever the yeah john powell did that um so <laughs> much better than how to drain your dragon though yeah and it could be one of those things where i had literally he had never seen it and just made this theme and it just happened to sound very similar yeah because it's not a very complicated theme no so, like you could, but it, you could easily just recreate that and have no idea yeah no, it is a lot more fit. It's it seems out of place in this, especially now since we've heard it in How to Train Your Dragon, and it works well in those movies. And here, it's just like it sounds really adventurous, and they're just playing a game of basketball. <laughs> I was so confused. I'm like, I've heard this before. <laughs> I was like, I went, I literally looked up the Milan theme. I'm like, that's not it. What is yeah. it? What is it from? <laughs> like, it's in something else. Um, but yeah, very interesting. Uh. Other non-spoiler things to talk about. Uh, yeah, Wayne Knight is in this. I think Danny DeVito's character would have been better if it was just Danny DeVito. But I, I mean, he's an alien, so and everybody yeah. else is animated. It would have been fun to see him like in a prosthetic thing. But again, that would stick out. So it would have been funny if it was literally just Danny DeVito, but he has like pointy ears, <laughs> or something. <laughs> <laughs> he's dressed up as Fat Spock. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, there's there are some things in this movie that are just like you would not be able to do this today, and I'm interested to see where the LeBron James one handles that, like Lola Bunny. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm like, uh, like that's not a thing in in 2020. So we'll see yeah. what that looks like in the next film. Yeah, I think I I mean I might be wrong on this. I think this is the thing that introduced Lola Bunny. Lola Bunny is like a mainstay Looney Tunes character now in the modern day. I think this was the first thing that introduced her and it was very, uh, it was, it was pretty, I don't I don't think it was controversial, but it was very interesting when it first came out. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'm in, yeah, I'm just interested to see how they handle that in the next movie, which is being made and we're getting, it has July, 2021 release date as of right now. So we'll see. I could see that going to streaming. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I could too. It has been in development since like 2014. <laughs> yeah. Um, Space Jam, a new legacy or something. Yeah. We'll see. Um, maybe Michael Jordan will make a cameo. Maybe he will. Maybe he won't. Those are the two options. I, uh, <laughs> I, it, Okay, so, I mean, this is, like, a very minor thing, but it really bothered me how inconsistent the size of the Monstars were. <laughs> yeah, it seemed like they changed quite a bit. I mean, not a huge spoiler, I guess, but... No. They they become very big. They steal no, the powers of the NBA players. 
Sorry, I, feel, I guess that's a spoiler, but who cares? No, I feel like if you know like the concept of this movie, you know that the like you know that aliens get big. Yeah. I feel like that's iconic enough for the movie. Yeah, I just forgot that they were not playing for the fate of the world and how mm-hmm. low stakes it actually was. And it I was is like, very boy, low stakes. I, I, you know, they could lose. I really don't care. <laughs> <laughs> um, other non-spoiler things to talk about. I don't want to spoil the cameo. Uh, okay. That, honestly, that's my favorite part of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> it is kind of good. <laughs> I will say I had not seen this movie since I was like four years old. And the only scene I remembered, again, minus spoilers, is the golfing sort of scene. Mm-hmm. Um, not with the cameo, but like just the end and through the golf hole sort of thing. Oh, sure. That's the only, that literally the only part of the movie I remembered. So I, the, I, I mean, you mentioned animation earlier. I didn't actually have too much of a like, problem with the characters, but whenever it was like 3D, like straight up just 3D modeled, it looked really dated. I don't know if it was dated then, but... Um, I mean, it doesn't look terrible, but no. it's just... You can tell it's just the whole thing is animated and green yeah. screen and whatever. It's watchable. It's just the plot is very dumb. Yeah. So It's convoluted and it doesn't need to be an hour and a half. Like, I, I don't think it's... I don't think it necessarily drags, but there's a lot of scenes that are just very pointless in this movie. Yeah. So the, the Looney Tunes comedy. I mean, I never really liked Looney Tunes, so I guess it was true to Looney Tunes comedy. I think I just don't really think I always, always Tom and Jerry over Looney Tunes. Oh, I think the comedy is okay. I mean, it's, it's, I don't know. Space Jam is memed so much at this point. There's there's a lot of just meme humor at this point that <laughs> 2020 retrospective can give it. Um, yeah, I don't know. I can't really think of much else to talk about non-spoilers. Are you ready for your writing? You go first. I haven't even thought about mine yet. <laughs> I'm going to go 5 out of 10. It's not good. It's not terrible. It's 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 <laughs> it's definitely not good though but it's uh, yeah it's, it's like it's not like i want to just rip my eyeballs out and not watch this so it's entertaining yeah. enough yeah i'll i think i'll give it a five too it's i i didn't really mention like the script is pretty bad it's like or at least a lot of the dialogue is like i don't know it's it seems very on the nose and obvious a lot of the humor does um yeah. All right. Hold it. Yeah, five. Ready for spoilers? Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so spoiler section uh, for Space Jam. Um, what's it? We can talk about that cameo, Jimmy. Yeah, I was going to say Bill Murray cameos. And <laughs> he was only supposed to cameo for the golf scene, but then he had a lot of fun doing it and he like came back to set another day and he's like, Hey, can I just be in the, the last of the game? And they're like, sure. <laughs> Which is and funny. He ends up, he, I mean, he ends up being crucial kind of <laughs> like weirdly enough, just this one, what was supposed to be a one-off cameo. I mean, he's crucial to the plot in a way. Yeah. I thought he was the funniest part of the movie. Yeah, I agree. It's, um, <laughs> his, his humor was the best i thought he was yeah he was just the funniest part yeah it's not a bill murray movie from the 80s so it is pr- it's funny <laughs> <laughs> and it's not garfield 
Yeah. <laughs> it's just Bill Murray talking about how sad his life is in very certain aspects. <laughs> very, very I specific do. aspects. I like when somebody's like, hey, it's Dan Aykroyd. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh... <laughs> Just to clarify, uh, I don't necessarily think Bill Murray, because I know some of you guys are going to be yelling at me. I don't think Bill Murray comedies from the 80s are bad. I think they're just dad humor. It's like the the people who were young at that age and are dads now are older than us, I guess. They're very, very much their type of humor. I think Bill Murray is a funny guy, though. He is a funny guy. Um, He's good in Zombieland, it, too. He is. <laughs> Zombieland 1 and 2. Oh, there you go. <laughs> um, what was I going to yeah. say? Uh, yeah, he's, he's the funniest part. He's also wearing a, just interesting tidbit. He's wearing a St. Saint Paul Saints baseball hat. Oh, wow. About to become the official AAA affiliate of the Minnesota Twins, my favorite wow. baseball team. So Good for them. Yeah, very interesting thing. <laughs> I don't know I if guess. he's like a part owner of it or something. He is some sort of... Maybe just like some, yeah. But of all these, of all these things, just this independent baseball team from St. Paul, Minnesota. So uh, yeah, interesting. Yeah, I, I like I like Larry Bird in this movie. Larry Bird's also pretty funny. Larry I, Bird I, and Bill Murray. Their it's just them together. Chemistry is pretty good. <laughs> the other basketball yeah, players. Funny. I thought that was moderately funny too. Yeah, I well, I think I think it's really funny, like when they first lose their powers and them just kind of like standing on the court. <laughs> that was kind of funny. I also just get hit in the face. With the I like Charles Charles Barkley going to f- play the kids. <laughs> You're Charles Barkley. You're not Charles Barkley. You're yeah. so, uh, lookalike wannabe or whatever. Impossible. Yeah. I like how when they get their powers back, they just dunk. I'm like, that doesn't really take talent, though. <laughs> like, you guys couldn't dunk when you were just like just jumping and putting the ball in the hoop. Like, how could you not? Even if you didn't have any talent, how could you not do that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, those bits were pretty good. Um, and why does their talent make the monsters tall? Yeah, I didn't understand that because like they could just be small but really good somehow. Yeah, or like or reasonably sized. Like they are, <laughs> like they're w- really really tall. <laughs> they're yeah. way taller than the basketball players are. I mean, I did say their size is inconsistent. So I guess and that height varies, is but... not a talent. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> believe it or not. <laughs> um. Yeah, uh, I didn't realize how much of the movie is the actual game. I did not either. I thought it was like, oh, this is the game. Before the game, they play for the world. Yeah, I thought that too. And then I'm like, oh, no, this is... Then there was like five minutes left. And I'm like, oh, no, this is the game. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't realize it either. Because, I mean, like, what? Before that... I I mean, it takes a long time for the the plot to get going i know in this like, movie like it took like a half hour before michael jordan is like helping the looney tunes yeah i'm like why was all it, it's just the, the first half hour is just them making fun of how bad michael jordan is at <laughs> baseball <laughs> yeah and i i mean that was a big surprise and then i mean the next half hour is is mostly training and other bits with the other basketball players and stuff and then the last half hour is is the game 
Yeah, that's one thing I did notice too. It takes forever to get going. And I mean, as you said, the plot is weirdly convoluted. And so, I mean, they're not, it's not like the movie is really at a standstill too much. It's just that there's so many things they're introducing. And as you said, they're constantly just making fun of Michael Jordan playing baseball. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. And then Michael Jordan's like, I need to have these things, but I can't get them myself. So you guys are going to have to get them. Okay. Uh, I thought it was weird that the like the Monstars boss just like flew over like yeah. to watch the game. That seemed I mean it was just so Danny DeVito could get more time, but and also why could why could Michael Jordan play for the Looney Tunes? He wasn't a Looney Tune. Yeah. Like that's <laughs> cheating. If that was the case, why didn't the Monstars just have the basketball players play for them? That's a good point actually. It doesn't make any sense. There nobody's like there's a part where they're like wait who's that guy is he a looney tune i'm like no he's not they're just cheating (laughs) well and they do the same thing with bill murray at the end of the movie too when he comes out (laughs) it's like so just anybody could have played yeah um you like the bit where wayne knight gets flattened (laughs) (laughs) they just make fun of wayne knight in this movie it's just like fat jokes and stuff yeah like i I think what what is it like to be an actor where you just play people who are like haha you're fat you know like, i don't know that's it's an like, interesting <laughs> life to live yeah <laughs> we don't see wayne knight in anything anymore no he wasn't like bones i think for a little bit or something oh okay for like at least a couple up i don't know i just saw that randomly when i worked at the tv station because i was like this is oh this is interesting this is the most recent thing i've seen wayne knight in I'm pretty sure he voices a character in Harley Quinn too, but I can't remember who. Huh. I like him. I mean, yeah. Jurassic Park, Seinfeld, Dunstan checks in. <laughs> <laughs> Is he in that? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Have you seen that? No. <laughs> that is a childhood classic movie for me. Dunstan checks in. I've also, heard uh, Jason Alexander's in that. Another Seinfeld alum. I'll have to watch that again someday. All right. Uh, What else is there to talk about with Space Jam? (laughs) Not a lot. (laughs) I mean, I I feel like a lot of you have probably already seen it because it was very popular in the nineties. Oh yeah, I believe I can fly. Yeah, (laughs) that was the that was the joke for so long in elementary school. I know that was. I and I didn't even realize that was what that was what that was from. Um. Then, uh, I mean, I thought the beginning was touching, no, just knowing Michael Jordan's history with his dad, um, because his dad uh, was murdered. Uh, I believe they just a mistaken identity thing, and I'm gonna I'm gonna butcher the story, so I just won't say it. But just tragically murdered during Michael Jordan's career, or shortly after, during the I don't know, I can't remember. I just I watched the Last Dance this summer. They talk about it in that. So and, uh, it's very touching it, in this movie because this this did take place after his death. So I'm sure that was very oh okay, quite emotional for Michael Jordan to have that in the movie. Yeah, and he I mean he mentioned that his dad got to see him at his last game, which was nice. Yeah, well he didn't because he came back into basketball. Well, yeah, his last game before he retired. Yeah, um, what was I gonna say? I think overall, just <laughs> I. I, uh, yeah, watch The Last Dance, I think is the takeaway from this because that's a lot more interesting 
man. If you're I'm, actually I'm, interested in Michael Jordan, it's a very, very good documentary. One of the best I'm documentaries. Now I'm intrigued. Maybe I'll watch it. Jimmy. I've ever seen. I I'm. I think it would still be compelling if you're not super into sports, but it's hard to say. I, I basketball out of every sport is the one I know the best, so I probably could get along with it. Yeah, basketball is not too difficult to like understand just the basics of it. It's not like baseball. Yeah, it's wait, like, what if this hit this and then yeah, that happens? Way, way to diminish my uh, way to diminish my accomplishment, Jimmy. Thanks. Yeah, basically, I'm saying <laughs> Holden is an idiot, and if Holden can understand basketball, anybody can. So yeah, yeah, watch the Last Dance. I understand baseball too, just for the record. Yeah. Um. But uh, don't yeah. understand football. Um. Yeah, I think that's pretty much it, though, for me. Yeah, Holden. What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? No, what are you doing? What are you doing? No, what are you doing? What are you doing? What am I doing, Jimmy? Uh, I let me pull up my list of things I watched this week. Uh, I I do know I watched Unfriended, Jimmy. <laughs> Unfriended. You remember I've that? definitely heard of it. I don't remember it. That was the uh, the the movie where it all takes place on a computer screen, but it's a horror movie. Oh yeah, yeah. I still it was need the, to see Searching. Yeah, Searching is good. Unfriended was not, although it was it was pretty funny. <laughs> I get, I, I was wa- seeing the trailers and thinking that looks terrible. Yeah, I mean it, it was I. It, it was very it was very funny to watch with friends, which is what happened. I watched it with my roommates, but um, it was not was not good. Yeah. Rub um, it in, Holden. You have friends. I get it. Okay. <laughs> um, I also, Jimmy, finally got around to watching Man on the Moon. Oh, yeah. What would you think? I thought it was good. Yeah, I, it was, I haven't seen. I've only seen Jim and Andy. Oh, OK. I also so. watched Jim and Andy. That's I wanted to watch Man on the Moon first uh, before I could watch Jim and Andy. Man on the Moon, it's, uh, I mean, it's good. It's very, it's got a unique structure. It's not like a typical biopic where it kind of goes sequentially through the life of someone. It's more of like, I mean, they have a little bit of Andy Kaufman as a kid, but it's it's a lot of just his adult, like a lot of his bits that he did and kind of him evolving through his bits. Um but I thought it was good. I mean, obviously Jim Carrey was really good in it because um, his performance at this point is legendary in that. And also like Danny DeVito is good. Um, and then, yeah, I watched Jim and Andy, which <laughs> that was that was interesting, Jimmy. <laughs> it was just, I really can never that. look at Jim Carrey the same way. Really, no, <laughs> after you watch that movie. It makes it makes a lot of things about Jim Carrey's career it makes that make more sense. You it know? does. Like you're like, you're like, I can, you can literally see the shift in him. Like as this move, like after this movie comes out, like he yeah. talks about, and it's like, he doesn't know who he is anymore. Like he, and then like the last, I just like, you know, I mean, 20 years is that, him I just discovering himself. Whole, like, yeah, I just, I've just found like all of his philosophy really interesting. Like, and I mean, it was, I mean, most of it I don't agree with, but I was like, well, this is, I mean, this is interesting. I don't like a lot of people online are saying he was like awful 
like a terrible person on set? I don't really think so. I mean, he just made production annoying, but I mean, he wasn't like awful to anyone. <laughs> I don't think. I didn't really agree with that interpretation of the documentary. Um, but I mean, it was it obviously he was very method and he was uh, annoying and mean a little bit, but nothing, nothing too bad. I think he reined it in a bit. Um, yeah, very good documentary though. Yeah, it is a mind-bending thing, and you're like, boy, the human mind is a very, very interesting thing, and Jim Carrey's in particular is quite fascinating. Yeah. Um, and it's it's interesting to see like 1990s Jim Carrey reemerge in like he seems to have found that balance in his life where he is really being in because he was just you could tell he just did not know who he was yeah for which is why he wasn't several I mean, years yeah he wasn't doing i mean all of his roles were very mixed and weird for a while and then he just kind of wasn't doing high profile stuff for a little while yeah he, it just seems like he's in a much better place now mm-hmm. where he's like no, this 1990s Jim Carrey is actually a part of me. It's not yeah. all this act that I was doing, but like the, yeah. that, um, to that extent, it's not me. But like, no, it is that part of me. And we've seen that with like Sonic the Hedgehog and him playing Joe Biden on SNL. And he's so good as Joe Biden. He is. <laughs> I love it. I a lot of like I was seeing a comment on one of the uh, YouTube upload of it, and it was just like. Jim Carrey is more Joe Biden than Joe Biden is. <laughs> True. And I loved his line, America, we need to come together like two butt cheeks to stop the crap. <laughs> like, that is one of the greatest lines I've ever heard. <laughs> I hope um, he keeps doing it. I do too. And uh, especially if Alec Baldwin returns, I think they would, they have some good, good back and forths but yeah it's fun to see jim carrey come back so i'll i'll leave it there um so mm-hmm. it's not hijack this episode into a jim and andy episode yeah <laughs> um i also watched amadeus jimmy oh i really need to see that movie that movie is really really good <laughs> i really i've seen part of it when i was like 10 years old it's one of my brother's absolute favorite movies oh and so don't talk about it that much because I, I really, really want to see it. And it's a movie I forget about. And I think I would just love it when I do. Yeah. See it. I mean, it's watch the three hour director's cut because I that's the one I watched. And I kind of was doing some comparison looking online to see which is better beforehand. And the three hour one, I mean, it includes some scenes that probably aren't necessary. But there is one scene that's pretty crucial that I was like, why was this released without this scene? Seems weird. Um, but yeah, director's cut is probably the better one, but it is, I watched it because it's the same director as man on the moon, Milo's foreman. Um, and I was just, I, my, uh, my girlfriend Mariah had been talking about Amadeus, so we decided to watch it. Very awesome. And I, I don't know, (laughs) I don't know if you know anything about the movie, but if you, when end up watching it, Mozart's laugh is like the best part of the movie. Okay. It's very funny. Um, but yeah, just a great historical epic. Um, and 
I also I had talked about the like before sunrise or whatever last week. I watched I don't remember if I talked about that I had seen the second one, but I've seen both of the other two in that trilogy, which are both also very good romance dramas. I like them a lot. Um and then beyond that, I as far as TV, I've been watching the Animaniacs reboot on Hulu. Um because I I don't really have a whole lot of nostalgia for Animaniacs in the 90s. I didn't watch it too much. I have watched some with my dad because he had watched some in the 90s. Um, but it's the reboot is pretty true to form. I think it's a very faithful and good uh, 90s. It's not even really a reboot. They call it that in the show because they're very, like, if you don't know anything about Animaniacs, they're these characters created by Warner Bros. and they break the fourth wall a lot. And they're basically like cartoons living in a real world, even though they're all everything's animated. It's very, very funny. And the characters call it a reboot, but it's more of a uh, revival than anything. Keeps the keeps it all true to form. And they got Pinky and the brain back and all that good stuff. Nice. Um, yeah. And then I, I never, also started I watching really Midnight Gospel. Do you remember when that came out, Jimmy? Midnight Gospel. Cartoon on Netflix. Very familiar. It came out in like April. It was a cartoon on Netflix that it's it's a very weird and trippy show. But I I didn't realize what the concept was. But once I like learned it, I was intrigued. And it's like this basically one of the creators of the show has like interviews with just like random philosophers or doctors or and they they discuss kind of like very thought provoking topics and it's this whole interview but they frame the interview and they animate like a story around it they and they kind of they I mean they have the people they're interviewing do a bit of voice acting but basically the story in the show is it's this guy who has a podcast, this intergalactic podcast, and he goes to different planets and talks to people and stuff like that. And usually when he goes, there's like some sort of apocalypse or world altering event on that planet happening. Um, and so he's interviewing these people while all of this stuff is happening around them and they're constantly and they're going on these adventures while talking. It's super interesting. I can <laughs> I'm not usually one for like philosophy and that kind of stuff, but I, it's, it's really interesting. I like it a lot. I'm almost done with that. Um, Hmm. eight episodes on Netflix, I believe. Uh, It's the creator of Adventure Time. How long are the episodes? They're just like half, 20 minutes, half hour or something like that. I might have to check that out since I, I'm kind of in between shows right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's it for me though, I think. Yeah, I, I'm trying to think what I did. I think the only thing I really did was I finished that Egyptian documentary I've been watching. Mm-hmm. Again, would not recommend it unless you're super into Egypt, uh, the, the secrets of the Saqqara tomb. Um, unless you're fascinated by Egyptian history or archaeology, I, it's pretty dry. Like The only reason I got anything from it was because I am teaching about it. And I'm like, oh, yeah didn't screw that up when i was teaching about it so that's good <laughs> um yeah i'm i've been told the queen's gambit is very good but i don't know yeah i have you heard anything yeah mariah was telling me she really liked it so she's like you need to watch queen's gambit so i can talk to you about it i'm like <laughs> all right maybe i will <laughs> i yeah i and apparently it's anya taylor joy it's anya 
That's what I was Are you was kidding told. me? Yeah. I well, hope I it's apolog- not. Yeah, I, I hope, hope it's not, not too. Cause I, Anya, I don't like Anya. I've been butchering her name this whole time, if that's the case. Yeah, so apparently my dad said that she said that in an interview, that everybody gets it wrong, and that's Anya. But I don't know. It's got it's got a hundred percent in Rotten Tomatoes. Nice. So, and ninety six percent audience score. Oh, there you go. So, yeah, I'll I'll probably watch that. Who knew chess could but be cool? But it's about chess and girls. <laughs> <laughs> Two things I don't like. Um, Actually, I love chess. I like chess, but I've never practiced it, and so no, I would I'm not lose like- to anybody. Me too, probably. Um, well, what would happen if we played each other then? <laughs> Flip a coin, Robert Zemeckis. <laughs> the universe would end. <laughs> it's a paradox. Yeah, yeah I, 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 I think uh, this week I need to be intentional about enjoying some more entertainment. Now that it's going to be a Thanksgiving break, uh, I have like I have not played Vader Immortal in star wars squadrons in a very long time and i'm like i almost <laughs> forgot that i even had them just because i have not played like i forgot you had games. them so i'm like i just need to be very intentional about actually doing this stuff and even assassin's creed origins it's like oh i know all this stuff now this is gonna be really interesting to play i am like i'm like the you know the the girlfriend meme or whatever where the the, the lady walks past the me like the most famous meme of all time the yeah. guys looking at the other girl like the other girl for me right now is uh, Ghost of Tsushima, and I'm like, I want to play that so badly, but I want to wait until I have a PS5. So hopefully I can snag one on Black Friday online. That's my goal at this point, but uh, I don't know if it's <laughs> yeah, a very I reasonable hold out goal. Hope for that. Yeah, I one of my friends, uh, Parker, a listener of this podcast, he asked me if when I go out Black Friday shopping, which I probably will, if I could buy him a PS5, I'm like, bro, there's no way that's happening. Well, they're not going to be in stores. It's going to be like online only. PS. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. I know a lot of retailers have said they will not sell it in store until 2021, like Best oh, Buy okay. and stuff. So, okay. Well, then he should just do it. Also, why are you going out Black Friday shopping, Holden? What do you, I always I always go black uh, Black Friday shopping. Are stores even going to be really? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I will. We'll have to see. I mean, I might not. It's very possible. I might not. They've been just doing Black Friday all month long online or whatever. They all have. I want is a PS5. Darn it. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Why is that too much to ask for? I was thinking about it. I'm like, you know what? Maybe this is the perfect time for me to finally get a switch. Like no one's going to be wanting a switch right now. And they, it's coming free with Mario Kart at like Target or something. Yeah. Yeah, I so did. I, I did see that today. I'm like, oh, do I want a switch? I'm like, I don't need a switch. <laughs> I'm not one of those Nintendo people. <laughs> I need a switch. I need to actually play Breath of the Wild finally. Yeah, I don't know. I need to play. I need to play Vader Immortal and Star Wars Squadrons, two games I own. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I I guess that's it, Holden. Another episode in the books. I sorry, I don't so- have anything to add at this segment anymore. No, it's okay. (laughs) I have enough for both of us usually. You do, Holden. These episodes (laughs) would be too long. The the M1 MacBooks. I've just been watching videos about the M1 MacBooks all week. Yeah, evidently. Watch one of them, Holden. 
Just pick, just put M1 MacBook. People are like, oh my gosh, that's insane. Sorry, I'd rather just watch my revival of a 90s kid cartoon. Okay, fine. <laughs> All right, Holden. What we, of course, first off, what are we doing next week? Is there anything coming out or do I need to get up a uh, next, request here? Next week is not December. It's November 29th. So two weeks is Mank. We don't mm-hmm. have Mank next week yet, though. Um, so we could either take a request or do gods of Egypt or do citizen Kane. If we wanted to do that in two different episodes, maybe we should just do citizen Kane. Do you want to do that? Or do you want citizen Kane to be a double feature with Mank? Well, we only have one more movie request in the, in the docket that I have. Okay. So send in. Send in requests, guys. Do What's it. It's a big deal. What's going on here? Yeah. If you Let's don't send uh, in requests, if you don't send in requests, I'm going to come to your house and uh, eat your cat. I don't wow. know. That seems pretty harsh. <laughs> I, I would know. send so, in a request. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want that to happen. <laughs> and if you don't own a cat, he'll buy you a cat. Wait so until you have it. an emotional connection with it, <laughs> and then he'll eat it. Yeah, so, you know, send in a request. And how do you send in a request? Well, thanks for asking, Jimmy. Uh, (laughs) You can do that by either giving us a five-star review on iTunes, which is our preferred way if you haven't done that yet. You should do that. But then also you can send us an email at tompodcast at gmail.com or you can uh, uh, donate to our Patreon. Any amount of money and you can just give us the request. That's cool, too. Um, yeah. So do any of those things and, or a cat week, will pay or yeah, a cat will pay. I'm, I'm sorry. I don't make the rules. Um, kind of like Looney Tunes, you know? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And so next week we'll do probably citizen Kane, maybe gods of, e- maybe we should just do gods of Egypt, Jimmy. Maybe I don't know, <laughs> I, or I well, we might talk. But we might we might do a last second audible. So just stay tuned. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Um, I did post on Facebook this week finally. So wow. you guys, I, I'll uh, I'll be back on social media. Um, and so yeah, you can follow us there for updates on anything. I even revealed Jimmy's mistake on the audio on the Facebook post. I was like. Jimmy's a dummy head. Look what he did. <laughs> <laughs> Happens to the best of us. And me. <laughs> so uh, every, have a good Thanksgiving, everybody. Yeah, Unless happy you're Canadian, then you're Thanksgiving some other time. So Who cares? Don't. Canada. <laughs> oh, we have free health care. Uh, yeah. Stupid well, Canadians. Yeah, well, you know what? We have paid. He- we pay for our health care. <laughs> <laughs> Joke's on you. So, uh, Sweet. yeah whatever uh adios pantalones i guess (laughs) love you